0: Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. Today, we have a very special guest. It's Liki Tang from Paris. Hi, Susanne. Thank you very much for inviting me. This is so cool. So I have to say, Liki and I, we actually met in person. And before we met in person, we were both participants at the podcast fellowship with Seth Godin and I don't know for some reason when I send a message I'll be in Paris in December Liki and I met up and it was so beautiful just to to meet her and also she gave us some great tips what to visit so it's always good to have a local person. So thank you so much for that, Liki. But who is Liki who will be joining us today on the Marathon episodes? Well, thank you very much. It was really lovely to meet you Mm -hmm. in Paris as well. You and your mother. Yeah.
1: So as you've already said, I'm based in Paris. Uh, where I've lived most of my life. Actually, I grew up here, but then after I finished my studies, I moved to, I live in other places in the world. And now I'm back in Paris. I've been back to Paris for maybe over 10 years now. Right now, I design, I create fashion business acceleration programs Mm -hmm. for fashion business owners. I work with uh, international organizations and trade associations. I run these programs. I help fashion business people create, launch their brands and grow their brands so so the brand becomes more profitable Mm -hmm. and is more meaningful to them Mm -hmm. as well. Because um, one of my points is that you cannot separate business from sustainable, development. And so those are two, those two aspects are connected in my approach and in the way I designed this fashion business acceleration programs. I'm based in Paris and um, so I'm able to do that because I have had my own business in fashion for almost 10 years. Um, as I run, I launched a handbag brand over 10 years ago in Paris. It was a very interesting experience, especially from entrepreneurial point of view, because It's a real business. It's very international, very globalized. It's a mix of creativity and business. It went well, it grew, and it caused me a lot of headaches. (laughs) It caused me a lot of headaches. And well, today we're going to talk about running and sports in general, I guess. (laughs) And actually, this was a kind of lifesaver for me. Mm. Um, Exercise, sports, and running has been really, really pivotal in my work, really give me the strength to go beyond and push myself further.
0: And what do you think it is? So we might have in the audience people who are novices in marathon running or people who are experienced, but how did you get into it? Was it to reduce stress or to get more endurance, more energy? I don't know. What is it for you?
1: I should say that I've always been into sports, some Mm -hmm. sort of sport practice. Because I think it's something, it seems to be difficult, but it's actually very simple. You know, Mm -hmm. once you, you understand the mechanics and you're really willing to do the work, you can learn something and you can make progress. And Mm. I find it very, very interesting. So I've always been interested in in different sorts of sports. For running, actually, I grew up with a very wrong idea of running because I grew (laughs) up with, uh, (laughs) yeah, I grew up with French women's magazines. And Uh uh, I remember two things I read in these magazines that are completely untrue, I think. Mm -hmm. But I grew up with these two false ideas. One is uh, running a marathon is really, really hard. And when you run a marathon, you might lose one year in your life expectancy. <gasps> this is something I've read in the magazine, I,
0: oh, probably yeah.
1: in the 80s or in the 90s. Yeah. That's completely silly.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's scary, isn't it?
0: I would say running a marathon is hard if you don't train enough. And it's hard, right? It's 42 kilometers or 26 miles. But if you train well, I always say it's all in your head. So tell us how you got to it. Well... I started running in
1: 2000, I think 2001 or 2002, but mm-hmm. I started with, with a half marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the other thing I've read in the magazine is that you, if you don't run before you turn 30, you'll <laughs> never be able to run. That's something, a stupid idea. Again, that I've read in, I was in my twenty twenty eight, twenty eight, twenty eight, twenty-nine, so about mm-hmm. to turn thirty. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh well, I, I need to start running. And so yeah. I decided to start running. So I had my, my first half marathon in two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in two thousand twelve, I ran my first marathon in two thousand thirteen. In twenty twelve, mm-hmm. I realized that twenty twelve, twenty thirteen was going to be a very difficult year in my business because mm. a lot of things are moving, a lot of things are changing. Being a business owner, uh, it's something very, very lonely. It feels mm-hmm. really, really lonely. That's- Actually, before I decided to run a marathon in 2012, I decided to join a boot camp. <laughs> yeah and it was um still because it's still up and running a uh, boot camp run where the trainers or coaches are firefighters or elite um, sports people and Yeah. And you go outside in Mm -hmm. parks in Paris. Mm -hmm. And so you run in parks and you use the public chairs as weights. And uh, Uh so you lift chairs, you push push yourself against a wall, you do Mm -hmm. everything outside. Actually, I really loved it. I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. it because when I'm there, I know that I'm going to spend maybe one hour or 90 minutes, I can't remember. But Mm -hmm where I don't have to think about anything. You know, someone will be telling me, you run mm. and you stop, you run for 10 minutes and you run faster. And I don't need to talk to anybody. I don't need to socialize. <laughs> I don't need to pitch. I don't need to, uh, to, to manage and deal with any problems. And it was just, I mean, it's just very, very relaxing to know that for 60 minutes or 90 minutes, mm-hmm. everything will be taken care of in your life. So mm-hmm. I found it very, very uh, powerful. And then once, when I realized that, that the upcoming years will be quite tough in terms mm-hmm. of emotions and in terms of problems to handle and also uh, in terms that I will be feeling more and more, I, not isolated, but there will be hard decision mm-hmm. to make. And I know that one of the human tendencies is to say, okay, I have so much to do, so I'm going to stay at work longer. Mm-hmm. Whereas I decided to do something, have a different approach and say, okay, well, I'm not going to spend longer hours because in the end, everything gets resolved. Yes. I say, I'm going to do something that is challenging, something that requires mm-hmm. long hours of training. Mm-hmm. And so I remember this this stupid thing I read in magazine. <laughs> <The> magazine. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, then that running a marathon is difficult and you shouldn't you shouldn't run a marathon and so I decided to take up the challenge decided to run my first marathon in 2013 because it was a way for me to you know in business you have you know you do different things you try different things but you don't know if it's going Mm. to work Mm -hmm. you know Uh, because there's a lot of interactions there are uh, other people you don't know how your sales will go you don't know how your you know what action you 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 set and you've put in place uh, will work in terms of sales and marketing. You don't know how your staff will will react and the team will work. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of unknown facts. What I like about the approach of training for a marathon is that you have a training plan. And this is fabulous because you have a training plan. And you know that if you follow the training plan, I mean, you set the objectives, you follow the training plan. Mm -hmm. And if you're not too bad, you're making progress. And as long as you make progress at Mm -hmm. the end of the training plan, you will achieve your goal. So that's something that is really reassuring for me. You Mm know, I have on one side something that is really, really risky and I don't know what the outcome mm-hmm. would be. But on mm-hmm. the other side, I have something that is really, really safe, you know. Yeah. If I run and if I practice, if I do my... Your trials, miles. Mm-hmm. My miles, yeah. And I know that will make runs. progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mm-hmm. long runs, my... Yeah, when you do your interval mm-hmm. trainings and, mm-hmm. and your long runs, you know that the at the end of the day, at the end yeah. of the session, you'll be making progress. And mm-hmm. it's all the step-by-step, all the small... Yeah progress that you're making every single session. That is really reassuring. Mm -hmm. So it's a way for me to counterbalance the
0: whole thing. Yeah, that's fantastic. You should write a book about this, how your experience was, because I'm personally super interested on how how the sports can help you in business. I'm a solo entrepreneur too. And I know we all say it's lonely. I mean, the marathon running can also be lonely. You can train always alone. But you can also go in a group, but it can help you to clear your mind. I think for me, it's mostly clearing the mind and just be away from all the problems that we have and the decisions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: you say that it could be very lonely,
1: but it could be a team sport as well. Because I joined a group. I joined a running group and it was one of the best decisions I've Mm -hmm, made mm -hmm. for my running because... uh, for my first half marathon, I was training alone because at that time, nobody was running. I mean, I didn't know anybody who was running. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I decided to run my uh, my first marathon, I joined a group and mm-hmm. it was fantastic because, because I was in part of the group of people who are beginners and mm-hmm. slow runners.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I haven't told you, but I'm very, very slow runner. <laughs> yeah, but still, I'm a proud runner. That's yeah, good. Yeah, because... I'm there. I would say the, the way that we're making progress together is very, very important. Mm-hmm. It's not, okay, we're training. It's a might be a lonely sport, but it's not mm-hmm. because we're training as a group. And you know that uh, week after week, we're making progress uh, together. I remember one time, I was running with a friend who was running also. She who was training for her marathon for the first time, and I was pushing her. And I say, I was telling her, "You can do it. You can do it." Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a very long distance. I can't remember. I think it was twenty eight. It was the first time we were running this twenty eight, and it was the mm-hmm. first time I was doing my twenty eight k. But I was telling her, you know, you can do it. You can do it. Of course, you can do it. But for me, it was it was also the fir- the first time. Yeah. But I was pushing her, and and that gave me the strength to push further because because I know that if I stop she will stop as well it's not only about me it's about us Mm -hmm.
0: and that's that's very beautiful about this this group training I think so and especially for and maybe this is our recommendation for novice runners join a group so you can actually help each other even if it's the first 28 kilometer for you it's also for the other and you have that experience together you never will forget that. And then the marathon in itself, you're on the loan. You're competing with others. But I used to belong to a group too. And the group has helped me and propelled me to do more. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. a group, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it
1: is a group thing, really. I realized that when I was, um, that was in 2013, before we had this marathon, I signed up for a um, 30K trail run.
0: Mm-hmm. In
1: the outskirts of Paris, it was, I think, two weeks before the marathon, but mm-hmm. because we were all overwhelmed and we said, oh, let's mm-hmm. do it. So we decided to, to run this yeah. 30K trail, trail run. And of course, we had no experience mm-hmm. running trails, which requires another set of skills and <laughs> yeah. because I didn't even have the proper shoes. But anyway... <laughs> Um, But anyway, we decided to do that. And um, I don't know for what reason, the the person I usually run with, my training partner, somehow I lost her. And so the first 20, 25K, that was fine. It was fine. I mean, even though it was in the woods and we're going uphill and downhill, it was it was fine. But then the, the, the last 5k, I think was inside, inside Paris. And -hmm. because it wasn't a really popular run, we were on the sidewalk. The streets were not closed. We were on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And because I was running very, very slow. It was um, it was it was part of an um, organization called the Eco Trail. So you have the mm-hmm, runners, mm-hmm. but you also have the power. Oh, the, walkers. Nordic walkers, yes, the Nordic yeah. walkers, mm-hmm, yeah. The Nordic walkers, yeah. And so I was running so slow that mm-hmm. I was running with the uh, the Nordic walkers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just want to let you imagine the sound of the stick click click. click. Click click click, click 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 and I mean I was uh, I mean it was hard because you have the cars on the side and you have the click 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 and mm-hmm. uh, and I just I just thought I just thought, oh my god I'm not going to finish this race I, I there's no way I could do that I could finish it then I thought oh well I really need to find my friend, my friend Laura, who I started this race with and somehow I lost. So I started to slow down because she was behind me. She started, uh-huh. I started to slow down and then there was a one stage I felt that she was behind me. So I turned my head, I looked at her and we both nodded, and we kept going on and I mean without a word it was just beautiful as mm. well we knew that we we side together and we need to finish it together mm. and because of her and if she wasn't around she wasn't running with me I think I wish I would probably have stopped it because it was horrible it was horrible the environment was very difficult but because mm. she was with me and she was relying on me as well
0: yeah. uh, so we finished it together what yeah. a nice story it's like a magical moment when you turned around you saw her yes. and then we without even speaking you were able to support each other right in those difficult times yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and you know the sidewalk was very very narrow so Mm -hmm. i was running in front of her not even on next to her but we we knew that we
0: we were together it was almost like an invisible something invisible between the two of you 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 felt yes yes yes
1: Mm yeah so we
0: arrived together (laughs) to finish up our episode is there any recommendation you have for people who want to enter the marathon or just the running i liked it very much when you said the running has helped you in your business and i also have to say i love to go to yoga class because somebody is telling me what to do i think i'm in the same boat as you like when we are always giving and talking to people and pitching and selling it 's sometimes nice to give up that leadership role and just be a team member
1: yeah, I think if you want to start running or do any sports, just run just do it i think it's it 's not difficult i mm-hmm. everybody has started one day mm-hmm. uh, every every has been a starter one day in their life, uh, mm-hmm. no matter how how fast they they run today or how many marathons they have everybody everybody has started one day so yes. just start and just say that that as long as you are willing to do the work as long as you're willing to practice and push yourself a little bit not too much mm. just a little bit you'll be able to make progress and you'll be proud of the progress that you'll be making so mm. just start and don't you don't need to get the perfect gear just even if you don't have running shoes or sport shoes take a pair of sneakers you don't need all these uh, fancy <laughs> leggings or whatever just you know get something you feel comfortable with and yeah. the most important thing is to run and uh, and step by step one step after another that's it
0: yeah. you run in paris can you give away your secret where you're running <laughs> <laughs> well actually there are two tracks i love running on
1: this one which is from Bastille Opera Mm -hmm. if you follow the Bastille Opera there's a big avenue that leads you to the river scene La Seine Seine. and if you go actually you run along the river so Mm -hmm. if you go back and forth it's probably a good I think it's probably a good 12k so which is think? good, which is yeah. really good. Yeah, and yeah. it's very scenic because you can see all the monuments. It's actually the river as the, the cruise boats. So oh, you'll see the
0: beautiful.
1: same. Yeah, yeah uh, you see the same monuments. There's another one, which is a little bit more hidden and um, probably less uh, touristy. And it's more for the locals, uh, mm. which is, again, you go, it's behind the, the starting point is Opera Bastille. There's a former aqueduct the kind of bridge Mm -hmm. that leads you to a kind of forest Mm -hmm. and if you go and there's no car so if you go back and forth it's 7k just Mm -hmm. going from this point to the forest so then if you want to to run uh, any further in the forest i mean you Mm -hmm. can run as many k or as many miles as you want so
0: so check this episode if you want to run in paris leaky has two beautiful tracks to go thank you so much leaky that was really inspirational and good luck with the running and your enterprise
1: thank you thank you so much Suzanne thank you for having me
0: This podcast is being sponsored by Get Loopy. On episode 41, you can hear the story of Isabel, the co founder and CEO. Get Loopy, get a 20% discount off your first order. GetLoopy.com